Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, an escapist conversation show about games and movies and sad things like layoffs, but good things like live service. Uh, this is episode number 72 for Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. My name is Marty Sleva, and I am joined by two people who already have Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden preloaded on their Nintendo Switch family of systems. It's Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. Did I get that right? The Steam count is um, no, oh, Steam's for babies. Steam does not count as the one of the Nintendo family of consoles. Nintendo's for babies, you Mario babies. Nintendo's, what are you talking about? Nintendo's for babies. <laughs> it's incredible. Donkey Kong, whatnot. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Breakout. We have a great show for you today. As you can see, uh, our main topic is going to kind of be piggybacking off the news. Um, the, the leak of a screenshot of a menu from Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. How it points to it having having cosmetics and battle passes and being some somewhat of a live service game and then the fact that vgc confirmed it and the fact that anyone who's reporting on it is getting notifications to take it down which is also confirming it uh <laughs> we're gonna talk about that and sort of this, this this live live service future we seem to find ourselves in kind of piggybacking a little bit off last week's conversation as well it feels like last week it's funny last week we were like hey sony where's all your multiplayer games and this week we're like stop making stop the it. multiplayer <laughs> <games>. <laughs> um, where well, are I, they I, keep them hidden please <laughs> I think that's an interesting dynamic, though, because like, is that what multiplayer is now? Does multiplayer equate to live yeah, service? Yeah, in this new because future? we also are going to talk about how sad that it is that uh, it seems like one of our big news stories is going to be that there's there's massive uh, layoffs at Microsoft, up to 10,000 people getting laid off this year, which is astronomical across all of Microsoft. It's five percent of its workforce. But um Studios like Bethesda and uh, 343 uh, specifically are being hit by it with uh, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg reporting that, uh, quote, it sounds like 343's Halo Infinite campaign team got hit hard and emailed to the staff. The studio head wrote that, quote, we've made a difficult decision to restructure elements of our team, which means some roles are being eliminated. Uh, the the report is that Joe Staten, who, who ex- is exiting the company, who was used to work for Microsoft Publishing, got brought in to sort of try to fix Halo Infinite because he's one of the architects of the original Halo. Um, and he is now going back to Xbox Publishing. And there's some reports from some sources like Lords of Gaming saying that uh, 60 people from the from the, from the the team were laid off, um, which is, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess starting, I don't know why, we're starting things off really negatively. But I, po- I, I promise we have positive things. Also, before we get into it, we we hit several Patreon goals. We hit a lot of goals Ooh. in the past week. First yeah. off, as you can see in the court, Nick, have you updated the the funding goal? No, I'll do All it. Right. Well, we didn't do that. Okay, <laughs> but Casey and I are are just well on our way to starting Half Life Two. Uh, thanks to your incredible uh, super chats, your donations, your your Twitch memberships. Thank you all so much for that. We're starting that probably two weeks from tomorrow. I think we got two Metal Gears left. And then we'll probably, probably do a Halo, so or a Half Life, whatever the <laughs> H shooter is. Um, but also, thank you to our incredible patrons because not only did we hit 700 patrons, which means Nick's going to be doing an all day Persona stream soon. We. We'll be scheduling that for an early Saturday, probably in February. Uh, we also hit 750, which means Darren Mooney, our incredible film and television critic, uh, our, our co host on the recap, the the co creator of In the Frame with Omar, uh, uh, he's going to be playing video games. He has a PlayStation Five. He I've is trying it. to figure out how Spider-Man Miles Morales works because that game is confusing. Uh, and he has confirmed he's played the first 20 minutes of The Last of Us. 
which means he's interesting. He's, he's had a he's had a young thirteen year old girl die in his hands. <laughs> oh gosh, that was great! What a great introduction to gaming. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so thank you all so much for that. Patreon is the uh, is the place where, you, where your dollar goes the farthest for us, and we really appreciate that, and it helps fund all of our stuff, including Adventures Nigh season finale to members and patrons on Saturday. The the, uh, uh, the, art, the art for the thumbnail looks awesome as shit. <laughs> like I'm so excited. I don't think you're ready for it. You're it not. should just be it should be uh, the the entire party looking up at the Shinra building, like the original art from Final Fantasy VII. That'd be pretty sick. Someone might sue us, but that's fine. Also, that's a very vertical art, which is hard to do in a thumbnail, but that's yes. also fine. Um, Pat Manikin, he, I, I feel like he can, he can take it on. No, El Cheshire yeah. does the art for those. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. El Cheshire as well. Yeah. We have a really good art team. We do have a good art team. They'll both crush it. We have, a, we have a strangely amazing art team. We really do. Yeah, if only the rest of us were as good. Yeah. I, can't, I can't even draw stick figures. It's it's our, our art team and Darren Moody that just prop it up. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, just, they're doing a great job they're doing amazing work uh, and also Peralto, Alto right off the bat thank you so much for joining Early Access uh, Sam Lipton been a member for 24 months uh, using credit to say how much crush soul <laughs> when live service menu in SS uh, I don't like Suicide Squad being uh, shortened <laughs> yes, to SS because my mind goes elsewhere with SS <laughs> yeah. but it's fine it's like the ice conversation last week like, stuff, yeah. stuff's tough um We'll we'll be talking about that in the main thing. Uh, soul crushed a bit, yeah. I would say my soul got crushed a bit. Mm. Um, and Fernando Martinez been a member for three months. Think I just wanted a new Arkham type game and not Marvel's Avengers. I hope you didn't play Gotham Knights then. Ooch. To be fair, Marvel Marvel's Avengers was uh, one of twenty uh, twenty's most games, games I spent hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. hours. <laughs> Was that 2020 or 2021? That I was don't 20. remember what year it was. <coughs> who, who cares? Yeah, because it launched on P- it launched last gun, right? Yeah, it didn't launch yeah, on it was, there, yeah, it yeah, yeah, last year, yeah. two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yikes, rut row. Uh, before we get to that, yeah, talking about those those Microsoft, those three four three, those uh, Bethesda Game Studios layoffs, um, and, and this was part of a larger piece in that this seems to be like a big, um, like a really terrible year of reckoning for a lot of. Uh, tech giants, including Meta and including Amazon. Um, and so I, I just have a feeling this is going to be the first of a lot of stories like this, which first and foremost is people losing their job fucking sucks, top to bottom. Anyone who's like trying to dunk on it because they like PlayStation instead of Microsoft is like a monster. Like <laughs> pretty, <laughs> People got to feed dumb. their families. People, get, people need health insurance for their kids. Um, but from a gaming perspective, Nick, uh, you're, you're obviously our, our number two Halo fan after John Fresha, um, <laughs> our number one Halo fan. Yeah. Uh, but Nick, you, you wrote a quick op-ed that just went live uh, about what the fuck does this mean for the future of Halo Infinite. Um, so kind of what are your thoughts on this? And I'll uh, Yeah, I'm starting to, I'm honestly starting to think 343 might be a failed studio. Um, I With like Joseph Staten leaving and going back 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 to xbox game publishing especially after being like front and center of halo infinite's restructuring and like no no word of mouth from him on this or anything because you know the news is coming out now i expect maybe we'll see something but i kind of have a feeling we won't just based on their track record um him leaving the studio just has dropped my confidence in that studio continuing to exist to almost none um we know that certain affinity uh, another developer based out of uh, Austin, Texas, has taken a big hold over like a lot of the multiplayer content for 343. Um, and I just think, I don't know, I feel like that studio is just 
been mismanaged to all hell to the fact that like what's the point of keeping them on the franchise and could you know i bet microsoft is kind of looking at like could another studio handle this better that's more structured that we don't have to reinvest in and rebuild and do all this like why not hand it off to certain affinity at this point they know the franchise in and out uh they've worked on halo since halo 2 um max hoberman's over there game be called halo affinity Infinite? I, I don't know. I don't know what no, the Affinity Nick. Oh, Affinity. I heard that infinity. was the best joke so far. Tee hee ha ha. Here's our <laughs> That was nice. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I was just kind of talking about it with someone on Twitter. Like, I, I kind of don't see a future for three four three at this point. Like, I just, you know, they're they're team. The team that works on those games definitely gets like gameplay mechanics down. It's everything else surrounding that that they just can't get. They can't get the story right. They can't get the life service done. Part of that's because Microsoft basically built the team on contractors who cycle in and out. Uh, and now, you know, we're looking at Halo Infinite and my article is about the long-term plans of the game because the plan was for Halo Infinite to be a platform for the future of Halo. They were they wanted to add campaign expansions to it. I did an interview with Gareth Coker last year who basically told me outright, yeah, they're working on the next expansion for the campaign or whatever, I, where is it? Like, there's no communication from them on anything about what does the future of this game look like? And as a fan, like that disappoints me a lot. And also like as a person in media, I'm like, well, like people are investing money into these battle passes and everything for a game that what what's, you know, what does 2023 look like for the game? We have updates for like the second, what the third season after almost, you know, a year and a half. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I, I just don't see a future for 343 at this point. It's kind of falling victim to, uh, and it's weird because it's Halo and the history of Halo doesn't suggest that it could fail in this way, but it's kind of falling victim to the same level of there are other bigger fish in that live service area and Halo cannot hang. Like it's yeah, just, they, just not, they didn't build the structure to support a live service yeah. game. Like it wasn't ready. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so like you come out of the gate and this is reminding me so much of Anthem. And it's, I hate that. Like I was going to make that comparison in the article, but I knew I'd get flamed for it. So I'll make it here. Cause I'll get flamed for it on YouTube instead. But like the way they handled Anthem was like, they released a, you know, finished game that was lackluster. Halo infinite launched in the same way. Then for two years, they're like, yeah, we're going to restructure Anthem. We're going to make it Anthem 2.0. We're going to do all this stuff to it. And then boom, it's gone. And I have a bad feeling in my gut the same thing is going to happen to Halo Infinite. Or the only real way I see this going is like Halo Infinite remains as like Halo Infinite, the multiplayer game. And then whatever they do, Halo next is shipped off to somebody else. Uh, I brought this up to Nick in a DM and he didn't want to hear any of it. Um. A theory. Uh, Halo, the franchise as a whole, was the uh, uh, all-state starting quarterback in high school whose life peaked uh, at the age of 17. And uh, it, it peaked in a time where it was a large fish in a small pond. And then mm. once it got to a large, once the pond got a little bit bigger, it realized it wasn't that big of a fish at all, actually. And there's a lot bigger fish and there's a lot more fish. And maybe, like, maybe that throwing arm isn't, isn't, 
all it's cracked up to be. I did football and fish, which <laughs> I, I kind of lost uh, it a little bit. There. I think the the biggest problem with how the does Halo's, Halo matter anymore? Like, do kids kids don't give a shit about I, Halo? Well, I think they? I think the biggest problem with Halo's trajectory is like it, it has become. It used to be popular because it was a party game. It was not a. Com- it it was competitive, sure, but that wasn't the focus. And ever since three four three took over, their entire focus has been competitive, competitive, competitive. And now that Forge is here, like I'd see it on Twitter all the time. Like people are excited about all these new stuff. Like we've had great times with it on four on game night and everything, playing all those Forge modes. It, like Halo was always better when it was a sandboxy fun experience and multiplayer. And then three four three comes along, is like we want the esports scene. That's all we want, and we we're going to keep listening to esports players. And it kept getting the skill ceiling instead of being fun, kept getting higher and higher. So people like me, because I used to be good at Halo, but if you don't keep up with it for a few months, you get your ass kicked in every match. You know, uh, so I just feel like they've missed their target audience with Halo for one. And then Halo Infinite's campaign launched. People liked what was there, but there wasn't enough of it. And it wasn't didn't really stack up to previous campaigns. So I, I feel like they just... People have been saying this since Halo 4, right? People liked Halo, Halo 4's campaign. Halo people didn't like Halo 4's multiplayer. Then people liked Halo 5's multiplayer and did not like the campaign. And now we're at Halo Infinite where it just doesn't feel complete. It's the opposite of Goldilocks? It's like, no, you <laughs> fucked up both of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, Plums, and Plums in the chat also brings up, sounds like the arena FPS problem. Like, yeah, like you can look at over the past, like, what, 10 years, how many people have tried to make arena FPS games and they've all failed every single there's one of them. so much now. I don't Quake. know how anyone does anything and gets it to stick out. There's well, just too, arena, there's so arena FPS, like, specifically as a genre, like Quake Champions, that yeah. mm-hmm, that dead uh, dead on arrival, Lawbreakers, dead on arrival, uh, Unreal Unreal Tournament, they killed that already, I think, because they were going to re- do something Everything new with seems like that. a pendulum switch. Like a pendulum swing, though, because we had the oh my god, everyone has to do a hero shooter. Oh my god, everyone has to do a battle royale. Like oh my god, like I'm a. Fa- I think everything's gonna be cyclical, like fashion. Mm-hmm. Bell bottoms are coming back. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't I, know. This I truly, it seems a lot more linear than cyclical because arena shooters were big several like in the 2000s like they've never come back and been as big again. Cyclical just hasn't gone around <laughs> to the starting line. Like we, like, I feel like we'll probably get something brand new before we get back to arena shooters, it seems like. Well, yeah, I mean, we've gone through the stages of arena shooters, then you went to team-based shooters, and now we're on hero shooters, and now uh, battle royales, and now we're getting to extraction shooters. Like, there's FPS games go through a lot of different cycles. What if we just make six-hour campaigns for me? <laughs> give me just, what if we right, give me Half-Life. a bunch of Titanfall 2s? Half-Life, coming soon. Yep. To a screen near you. But what What was the last, like legit like oh this is a great first person shooter campaign experience like have Titanfall we had two. one of those in a long time which uh I, I, Titanfall I would say 2, Titanfall 2 uh, Wolfenstein Wolfenstein Titanfall 2, 2. Ty- Wolfenstein 2 I'd put up there uh I don't you, no, but even those like yeah. loop as a uh, but none of none of those were like none of those were like big sellers I feel like like they were like no, hits Titanfall 2 should have like it is, we we live in a country where EA sent that game to die, and I think it is despicable. And I think that we need a gen, we need to uh, we need to uh, uh, pull apart the January sixth committee, and they need to reconvene and figure out what was going on with Titanfall Two's law. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? How is this not the biggest game of the year? Yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah, Sean Sean Wang said Doom Eternal. I can't believe you agreed with that because that seems like an absolute like 
malfeasance of government. <laughs> it was a bad idea on my part. It's been going um, on so long. I just want something new and fresh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Doom Eternal yeah. was a good one. Doom Eternal was a good one. And there's also there's a giant uh, there's a giant uh, hole like of that void is being filled in the indie space with a lot of stuff. Nick, we just played Proteus yesterday. Hey, if you want cool single player shooter campaigns that feel a little bit like the original Doom and a little bit like Doom Eternal, fucking play Proteus. It came out like a couple months ago. No one's really talking about it. It's on Game Pass, and that's shit is sick. <laughs> yeah, blood everywhere. But, that, but I think that's that's speaking to my point. Is that it's, it's not that you know those experiences aren't out there and that you can't find good ones. Is that they don't sell the pants off of themselves. Therefore, yeah. these these giant companies that are so top heavy in terms of like revenue and goals and expectations, they can't take the risk on them. So if if you're gonna make that work, you gotta attach a big live service whatever to it. And that's why uh, rocks, even though it's Rocksteady and you know what they're good at, this still cannot escape the fact that we need to monetize this long term. Therefore, put some cosmetics in it, put some live service well, that's the, shenanigans. Yeah, in that's it. on the publisher side. I I I, I, I don't know. Like this year, it seems like it's going to be the resurgence of like big FPS linear campaigns because you have Atomic Heart coming, you have Judas, you have Stalker Two, you have. Uh, I imagine we'll probably get news on whatever uh, 4A games who make Metro is doing soon. Uh, Maybe the Starfield Bioshock. supposedly would be that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Starfield, whatever yeah, the actual Not really Bioshock like a super linear, yeah, not, not a super linear single-player campaign with, with Starhawk, but... I mean, uh, Starfield, I'm still thinking about Starhawk. You're always thinking about Starhawk. No. You're always thinking about Starhawk <laughs> Starhawk and Viva Pinata. And hey, I like my oh, weird, yeah. quirky game sometimes. Let me alone. <laughs> um... Speaking of weird, quirky games, before we get on, but before we continue with the full live service thing, I want to make two PSAs. Uh, one is there's a little there's a little report that uh, Dokapon Kingdom is it got raided in Japan and then it got raided in Germany, which means it might get raided here uh, coming to the Switch. Do you guys know what Dokapon Kingdom? I have no is? idea what the fuck. I've that never is. heard of this. Yeah. Dokapon Kingdom was a, uh, I, I believe, a PS2 and a Wii game, and it is if it is Mario Party. So it is four people, and you're playing. You're you're going around a game board and everything, but it is set in an RPG kingdom, and matches are forty hours long, and you play oh. as a character that levels up throughout the board game. And as it goes on, it becomes more and more treacherous the ways you could fuck people over. And if you think fucking someone over near the end of a 45-minute Mario Party game could get people mad, imagine what it's like fucking someone over at the end of a 40-hour campaign. Now I'm interested. That's, have that's, people like, like... that's like Will at the end of Side Quest. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Dokapon Kingdom channels Will at the end of Side Quest. Um, that's it is, insane. Yeah. Is it like, is it like you save the progress and then come yeah, back yeah. to it or? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. You're not expected to play it in, in, in one. But you, but you gotta re, but you gotta collect you gotta get the, your, the your people. Like, yeah. Yeah. You gotta schedule that, that time. Okay. Yeah. We should do uh, this. <laughs> we should I mean, play. how amazing would this be? <laughs> like every month we come back to Dokapon <laughs> Kingdom and have a game night. Imagine what it'd be if you spent a year on this thing. Oh, I kind of, I kind of want 10 years now. on Persona 5. That's that true. <laughs> That's going to be your Duck Punk Kingdom. Uh, and the other thing I'm really excited for is uh, Pocket Card Jockey is coming to Apple Arcade on iOS in two days. Pocket Card Jockey might sound familiar with you uh, to you because it was a downloadable 3DS game in 2015 developed by Game Freak. So the, the folks oh, who make right. Pokemon... 
the folks who make Pokemon made a, uh, a, a JRPG that is about a, a horse racer, a jockey who dies in his horse race and then is reincarnated and using the power of solitaire gets back into the horse game world. And so your horse races are a mix of solitaire and then you have to position your horse and then more solitaire. And the better you do in the solitaire and the horse positioning, the more enthusiasm they have for the final stretch. And then it's like a JRPG in the middle of that. And you're upgrading your horses. Your horses at a certain point can no longer race because they're too old. But then you can put them on the farm to start breeding other horses. And so you're now racing. You're now racing using the son of your old horse, which is great. It's also might have the most sexist uh, uh uh, character creation thing where you could choose to be a boy or a girl and the boy's goal is I want to be the best jockey in the world and the girl's goal is I want to marry a husband <laughs> oh my god I fully but, understand why Game Freak is not allowed to make anything yeah. other than Pokemon but the rest of the dialogue the rest of the dialogue is was genuinely funny like it was translated by Nintendo Treehouse back in the day and it was like a genuinely funny JRPG outside of that <laughs> awful premise um, but I'm really excited and apparently it's just coming it's just coming to iOS in like two days on Apple Arcade so I have it pre-downloaded on my phone for the 20th so a pocket card jockey well, wow. All right then. Yeah. So, game for <laughs> coming to your phone soon. Uh, it was a jury. Uh, but yeah, back to the well. Before we get to the Suicide Squad thing, uh, Ronnie Jones, five dollar donation. Thank you so much. Said games as a service was the model Wizards of the Coast was going to go for with the new OGL, and the community basically <laughs> rioted. Listen, that is. I'm going to put that alongside uh, the, uh, the initial Sonic design as things where I'm like, I'm glad. I'm glad that people spoke up. <laughs> Like, remember Sonic the movie when Sonic had a bunch of teeth? Mm-hmm. We changed that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the fact that it probably caused, like, a lot of people to, like, miss the birth of their children and, like, you know. That thing, that, those thing, children that, thing, that thing literally looked like somebody like, took a frying pan and him in the face a couple times and this is what uh, came out. Reminds <laughs> me of that, like, episode of SpongeBob where he keeps slamming the door in Squidward's face. Like, <laughs> love your SpongeBob references. You keep making SpongeBob references. I, don't I, understand I, I keep, I keep, they keep getting referred to me on Instagram. So I keep reliving my childhood. I like how that's the opposite of like those those buttoned up conservatives that are like, why does Instagram keep sending me, <laughs> uh, keeps recommending me reels of like of of, of women in schoolgirl uniforms? It says it's like that's what you look up, you sicko. You just look up SpongeBob. I, I just, I just get funny videos on my Instagram. My Instagram you makes have me very, very happy. Awesome I do. Very wholesome Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I, I specifically follow a guy that has a it is just a fart pranker and he just goes around farting on people and they all laugh at him for it and it's funny as shit because he makes probably he, the least surprising news i've ever heard about <laughs> he, well, okay but it's not it's not, the fart, it's not the it's not the farts that's funny it's the puns that he makes with it that is i don't know how that is weirdly wholesome to me <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know like that that to me is giving me like the same energy as a cozy game and I don't understand why I mean how can you um, not laugh at when Guardium Fardiosa <laughs> <laughs> see I, if I had heard that I would not have laughed but hearing Nick laugh at it <laughs> but he does the motion and everything and, and then the people behind him are like huh <laughs> I know, I know everybody in chat is going to go on Instagram and look for this guy. <laughs> uh, Snake of the Garden says we need Amy here to make fun of Nick's <laughs> No, we don't. <laughs> she can stay asleep. No, she's Amy, online on the She's sleep. not asleep. She's working. No, she's probably in chat watching. <laughs> uh, 
EGS Ethan with a two dollar donation. Thank you so much. Said ideas on how AAA uh, to ma- makes a profit without layoffs. Games as a service. That's not <laughs> the way. I don't think that is the way. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Loot boxes. You're welcome. Um, I don't. I don't. well. First off, uh, the the people at the top should. Um, Oh, not actually, be, be having incredible like, salaries like uh, Satya Nadella should not be making fifty million dollars a year if we have to lay off, uh, you know, ten thousand people across the company. Yeah, like N- Nintendo has literally done this. Yeah, like their their top execs have taken pay cuts in down years in order to account for the fact that oh we didn't do so well, and they laid off nobody. Hey, like that's kind of how you do it. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm Nintendo's gonna, for adults. I'm gonna take like, a moment to point out how we just went through this at Enthusiast Gaming, where our CEO makes 400 grand a year in a salary while paying freelancers like two dollars. Previous CEO, previous CEO at an old parent company. <laughs> we won 400 thousand dollars a year in a salary while they were paying freelancers two dollars an article at websites like Nintendo Enthusiast. Oh, and then he gets a seven million dollar compensation package. So yeah, CEOs that take a more than amount to pay are the reason you get laid off. So fuck it. Uh, I think uh, uh, things also probably need to be scaled down. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. We don't need a yeah. hundred million. Go fetch a <laughs> shit missions. God. <laughs> also, if you made ten million dollars in profits last year, it's okay to make eight million dollars in profits the next still year. Profits, still profits. <laughs> like it's okay profits. to have made less than last time. Also, but, if you're be if you're launching a new franchise like Callisto Protocol, maybe be realistic with the amount it's going to sell. And don't pull a Square Enix and be like, "Oh no, we thought the Octopath Traveler would sell 10 million <laughs> copies." What are you doing? Why it's did still, you think it's that still not as crazy as the Callisto Protocol having a 160 million dollar budget for that game. I don't know where that money went cuz it's not in that game. The graphics, clearly. <laughs> it's also pretty short, right? Yeah, it's really short. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, like literally, was that budget also the creation of the studio? Like, I don't know. Like when they say Death Stranding's budget, which I don't, most Japanese games don't say what their budget was. Like, I don't know. Does that count the, the creation of Kojima Productions? I, and the, the four years? It shouldn't. Like, I don't, I don't that know. That should be like an auxiliary cost. Yeah. But yeah. I, um, I, yeah. I think you know, just budgets overinflated for games or games are just getting too big and nobody even experiences half of that content. Like, I'll tell you what, here's here's like the one thing, like Destiny 2 for is a huge game, but people engage with like every piece of content in that game if you play it. And then you have open world games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, where you go through the main quest and people probably don't explore you in 60% of the map. Mm-mm. I never got out of Norway. <laughs> See, well, there you go. <laughs> my mind, I spent 40 hours in Norway. I bet if I looked at my time, it would be like three and a half hours. <laughs> There's a lot of games coming out then. There was Yakuza Like a Dragon. There was a little big planet. Miles Morales. Yeah. If there's like one positive I'll give to some games as service titles is that they do use like the amount of content they put in wisely. Like Rainbow Six Siege, I think, uses this content very wisely. Destiny 2 uses content very wisely like everything is there for people to engage with and they want you to specifically engage with it and will direct you to that content and in most like in most open world bloated games you don't I I think that is a a very distinct difference like why some of these open world games are coming out and it's like you don't need this this is a bad idea and then it inevitably fails 
is because there is only room for a couple. And then the couple we like are like some of the ones that you named. Like they've they've kind of been here for a while already. They've set the tone, the pace. Um, and so like that's where people's time is being spent in Destiny 2, which was like the first, if if not. I think Destiny 2 might have been the first. It was like, oh, this is what live service games are going forward. Destiny 2, boom. Yeah, it was the first, like, non-MMO one. It, it like, you know. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, that it, was it was the first, MMO. like, non-RPG one, I guess. Um, yeah, it felt like it. Um, yeah, you got a handful that people will spend all their time in and spend all their money in. And then, like, maybe they'll try out a, a different one for a little while, but then they'll come back mm-hmm. to their, their actual favorite. So, like, they don't hang around. Like, Rocksteady is a, is a studio that has the chops to make a game at the same level of one of these other big live service studios, but they don't have the the history. So there's already a bad stigma around the fact that there's an expectation of a single player type experience, but you're getting this sort of live service deal. And the disconnect to the fact that uh, it's not a multiplayer experience, which is which seems core to the live service model in general. Like they've not said anything about multiplayer in that game, right? They, they expressly no, said it's a single and it seems game. like it. I uh... like is that game not going to be four player co op? It, it kind of like that menu. I, I need to re-see that. We got we got a takedown notice on that menu, so I don't know. If, I don't think it's still up. I don't know. I wasn't going to be specific. I no, 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 no. I want to. I want to be specific because I kind of remember one of the. Maybe it was just loadout. I don't know if it's multiplayer. I just thought I remember seeing like squad or something on it. It seems insane to make a game that is built around a team of four four people, but it's only single player. Because that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Which is why I was like, it's weird that they're doing this, but maybe. But that's what they do. They make single player games. So like, yeah, I'll leave it in their hands. Because similar with Gotham Knights, like it's four characters, but two it's two player co op at yeah. max. It's like. Clearly, that was thrown in like after the fact. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know. Like yeah, they they went after everybody <laughs> to take this. Yeah, man. it's just also it's it like man, I, I don't know if I can like name as precipitous uh, a fall as Rocksteady. Like we we talk on the stuff about like you know Bioware post Anthem and and Mass Effect Andromeda and CD Projekt Red after the launch of uh, Cyberpunk and stuff like that. No Man's Sky turning stuff around, but like. Arkham Arkham Asylum and and Arkham City are like regarded as like two of the best games of that generation. And then Arkham Knight came out and they they started off on a bad foot with by announcing by the season pass and not saying what's going to be in it beforehand. Like before the game even came out, they said also buy the season pass. And that was one of those things. A lot of games were doing around that time, but left a bad taste in people's mouth. And then the game launched and most people said it wasn't as good as the previous two. And it also launched like broken on PC to the point where they pulled it off steam for a while. Um, and then they go eight years before their next game. Um, and it seems like it's going to be this, which is supposed to come out in five months, but we or four months, I think, I think it's supposed to come out in, in, in March or in May. Yeah. And, and we don't know anything about it. Yeah. We've seen like, one trailer like two years ago. We need a new DC Findome. Remember the fin- fandom? <laughs> fandom. We needed. We needed. <laughs> no, like the ones no, you're talking even, about is like even, Aquaman themed. I don't even want. Yeah. I don't even want that because the the fucking footage they showed off from Gotham Knights was not real either. <laughs> or, uh, we just need uh, Dwayne Johnson on stage. Yeah. Like, well, I, I'm not coming back to my movie, but here's. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'll play yeah, Devil's yeah, Advocate cool. slightly on it because, like, just from the menu screenshot, like it. And also the reporting seems like it's just cosmetics and like Gotham Knights also Gotham Knights doesn't have a battle pass, but I mean, it was like loaded with cosmetics. 
Um, mm-hmm. And that's really all it was. I, I, my bigger concern for the Suicide Squad is, isn't so much the battle pass part of it, even though I think it's unnecessary. Um, I will get props to Gotham Knight, though, that like the costumes were very cool. Uh, they were probably like some of the coolest designs I've seen for that kind of stuff. Um, but as far as Suicide Squad goes, I'm just concerned that it's going to be a really generic mission design, all that kind of stuff, and not the you know really nicely crafted linear experiences that you get within the Arkham games that are open world. You know, later on in the series, like you still had very memorable scripted missions to do stuff. Because um, Gotham Knights. Those scripted missions were terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> I, yeah, that game, that game was thrown. That campaign, much like Halo Infinite, I think, was thrown together in a year just to get all around the live servicey crap. Yeah, I, I don't know. I personally don't mind if they just lock a bunch of like cosmetics and shit behind money, and the hardcore fans of the game will buy the cosmetics. Like, I don't care. That's fine. Like, there are some games I'd bought that for Persona Five Royal or Persona Five, one of them. Uh, where I was like, uh, yeah, I'll buy twenty dollars worth of costumes so I can switch up my costumes. It's because I like that game enough. If I don't like a game enough, I'm not gonna buy the costumes. I don't know. That's yeah. It still seems I... like a bad fit for a single player experience. Like it's literally just you who are, you know, doing the wardrobe changing and then running around the same world on your own. Like so that's it's why just, and that's weirdly and that's well, that's the shitty part team. is like those things used to just be unlockable things and now they're they're, yeah. just, they, their justification if, if is we they're want, adding all these cosmetics and people need to be paid but where is that money actually going not the developers yeah but if if i want to if i want to reach across the aisle and meet someone in the middle i'll yeah. be like yeah put all those fucking cosmetics i don't care if i really like the game i'm gonna pay for them like i did in persona because my brain is broken <laughs> uh, if i don't like the game which is most games or most games i don't care about enough to 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 buy a bunch of costumes i won't buy them i don't know i'd rather have but when when it starts meddling with the actual gameplay of the game and starts meddling with the structure and and when you start seeing the ghost of versions past in in games and you start seeing what what was originally planned and and you can see this this level design or this gameplay mechanic or this this combat flow was designed as something else in mind um that's mm. that's what noticing it yeah i am immediately i'm king did super chat uh donated five dollars as a spider-man ps4 locked outfits behind a paywall people would have and should have rioted uh yeah like i because those had gameplay it uh, all it all had gameplay stuff yeah so all this stuff is getting locked behind paywalls now that am i insane to where that seems fine to me i i i i I would rather rather, a costume that added abilities to your kit i would rather if they're gonna be i forgot added abilities yeah I would rather like, I would rather that money go towards like actually more gameplay, not co- like I can't I I cannot justify buying cosmetics and games. They're not tangible items. They're I, once I uninstall the game, what's the point? <laughs> you know, it's a it's an instant gratification bullshit that I don't like with with these things. But yeah, if you like the. I don't know. I feel insane arguing this because I'm glad in Spider-Man they didn't cost money. But, um, you know, those those specific there was like the the costumes that changed, like they made you look sort of like the cartoon, like cell shaded or like uh-huh. if they would have done the Raimi movie costume or or the one that sort of made it. They did look like across Spider-Verse. I know. But if those would have cost money, I don't know. I would have been fine with it. I mean, as, as long as they were just cosmetic. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But th- but that was that was a, a part of the gameplay was Spider-Man and Miles switching the suits would give them abilities tied to those suits. Yeah. So like if those were divorced from each other, then sure. I can see why, you know, you could attach money as an extra. Like not when it's like, all right, 
buy this suit and now you can do that weird that special yeah, that like I, knocks out half the yeah i just yeah. like I that that feels real icky i can't i can't get behind cosmetics and in, in single player games like if you if you want more money for the game then make a campaign expansion and people will happily buy it just look at the witcher 3 you know like tons of people yeah i just anymore. think i just think it's a bad fit it, like it doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense it doesn't add actual value to the thing I, well, it does exist. I mean, they're making the campaign expansion for Cyberpunk. They just made a campaign expansion for uh, another game that I uh, Steel Rising. They just made a big, you know, small expansion for. It. <laughs> they made more of that. Yeah, they, made they made more made, Steel Rising. Yeah, they made more of that. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it had already risen. Um, I yeah, just like all this this stuff that just I don't see cosmetics is. I get I get you like your customization. I'm not that kind of person. I just if I'm gonna put money extra money into a game i just want something that i can actually spend time with and enjoy the thing is you don't have to put extra money into the cosmetics i don't know it's entirely optional no uh, no no no. i get that i get that i just mean like you know when you when you get when you start entering these battle passes and literally you can go watch jmate's video on ui and and ux that we just did and basically like i think his thesis is absolutely right that like these even the game menus that you brought it up to with like the structure of the game itself once you start adding battle passes and all these cosmetics and then all these menus get bogged down and then you have to make those cosmetics and these gear scores and everything worth something to the player. And so the mechanic is, oh, let's just up the numbers on everything to make it seem valuable to them. Right. Because even even Gotham Knights does that where like your suit has a power level on it, even though it's just a cosmetic change. And now all of a sudden, oh, my score is up to, you know, 1800. Oh, but the gameplay is exactly the same way. It's just I have to spend more time beating the shit out of people. It's it's such like a it's such so fucking lazy and I don't like calling developers lazy but like the thought process of adding these cosmetics in and tying them to battle pass is is lazy to me. You know who doesn't do that? If for for a single player thing, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just it's just a way to draw the amount of time you spend in their game, and it's not like any it's just mind fuckery and you know the more time the more time we can. And, and entice a person to spend with our game the more money that we'll get from them wanting more customization options and all that and uh, it's, I, I just don't like that yeah uh, Luke, I mean, Luke I, I want to say Luke came from the chat says that uh, I think referring to uh, Suicide Squad that it has four player online co-op I just looked it up so you look it up like, in a reputable place so, yeah. I feel like from where did you <laughs> I'm not trying to like call you out but I feel like <clears throat> I don't. I feel like we don't know anything about that game. Yeah, we really don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We definitely don't know. Enough. We don't even. We don't that even know what the sure. campaign structure is like because, like, even in the menu, there's chapters select. So I don't even know if it's. I don't even know if it's open world now. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that game was built, and if it's chapters where you enter a building like in Gotham Knights, and it's like these little tiny scripted missions. I'm gonna be really fucking annoyed with that. <laughs> like it mm. um but like but if like tying this all back to like halo infinite for example right like every time they announce a an update to the game it's like oh we have our new battle pass ready okay cool where's like the new maps and designs and or new maps and weapons and content you know that i can actually play with oh no but we have a new battle pass ready to go like I, that makes me entirely cynical now when like you have a battle pass ready before the game is even fucking done like i can't that part of me I used to be like, okay, like I trust them, they'll get the devs, the game done. But over the last like probably three years, just gotten entirely cynical. When I see a battle pass, I'm like, this game isn't I mean, done. They're gonna suck the money out like of you. Very few you could just trust top to bottom anymore. Like, yeah, we, we keep talking about them. Like every everyone you love will eventually burn you. 
Um, that's the name of my favorite Taking Back Sunday song as well. Uh, but like, you know, all, all of these devs that were on the top of the mountain, like took a shot at something like, you know, for all the for all the backlash Last of Us Part Two has gotten, Naughty Dog has never gotten the kind of flack that it's possible they will get this year when they release this Last of Us Factions Air, thing. Depending on how, thing. Sony, <laughs> how, on how Sony decides to monetize this thing, what this is going to look like. Um, so I just feel like it's one of those things where when you when you enter like the, the multiplayer or live service pool, it becomes like open season for you. Um, and we've seen these like Titans fall. We've seen that wasn't a Titanfall yeah. joke, but we've seen like <laughs> that but wasn't actually that Titan did fall. But that a Titan did, did fall. fall but we see that in you know we saw that in Bioware and and um, you know we see that uh, we see that in a lot of studios and it it it, it seems I don't know if that's indicative of something larger in the industry of of overpromising because everything is so saturated that you have to somehow stand out and so well, is the well, only way to stand out to this make game games as a service is the triple a's version of early access at this point in my opinion i mean it literally <laughs> you know like yeah. we don't have to we don't have to finish the game now because we'll add to it later and you know there's some games that that just get it right i think and but 90 percent of them don't and most of them aren't learning the lessons of the failed projects like you know like how how many you know anthems and original division and original destiny do you really need to have before developers are like okay like maybe we shouldn't sink all of our money into this well i i think that's the thing like the the success stories of the games launching in a state and then becoming big mega hits i feel like that yeah like that's the thing that's influencing people where it's like well destiny wasn't the biggest thing in the world when it launched so why do we have to be Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, that's the lesson that's learned and that's what they're the, emulating i guess the thing is, so we did in april we did an episode on what are the good live service games <laughs> i don't know you don't know if you guys remember this it was light out because we used to do it during the day yeah uh we were so young we, we were, were so in the darkness um but <laughs> that was a reference to your to your favorite batman videos i know um but yeah the ones we talked about were ones that kind of needed a sloppy copy in order to get good they were stuff like Destiny and they were stuff like The Division and they were stuff like Final Fantasy 14 and like there were games that like, you know, they were the the rare examples of games that were allowed to fail and then learn from those failures and and mm-hmm. build it into something really great. Same thing like Rainbow Six Siege, same thing. Like these were games that that because of either the backings of massive publishers or because of a developer's history were allowed to allowed the time and space and money to grow into something that is now like a big and beloved um part of gaming and it's just most and 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 i i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing like don't yeah don't 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 destroy me but it's it's very clear that it's not um (laughs) it's not it's not safe like if you if you launch in a bad state there's like a clock ticking. Like there is a chance that you could recoup that and you could make good on the promises that you were like, the audience will give you a chance if there's like a core there that they like and are interested in. But after a while, like in Halo's case, after a while, like they're like, no, like you failed. Yeah. And like, yeah. And it it doesn't seem like it's going to get better. Like same with Anthem. I feel like Halo was afforded a longer runway than something like Battlefield 2040, whatever the last one was. 2022 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 2022 sure. was was awarded and uh 
so so battlefield crashed and burned pretty quickly battlefield was like pretty much completely broken like everything that people loved about the game wasn't there at least halo had a foundation that was good they just haven't capitalized on it they just but it also seems like it's that like in that the in the scene in the opening episode of the last of us when like sarah's looking over her shoulder and you can see the plane being like oh that plane's absolutely gonna crash on that street but it's gonna take like a minute or two and that's what halo feels like like halo just feels like i don't know we keep wanting it to like pull out of the dive it's in but i I just don't know yeah like the like collectively the entire industry is rooting for halo and it's like like, for whatever reason nothing can be done over there like microsoft as a company itself has given them so much time they're throwing money they're throwing staff like i don't know what it is that they cannot get this thing to just float i think i just think it's because 343 isn't a structured team they relied on contractors that they just don't have a team that's got like the veteran experience needed to make that thing happen uh like my my biggest hope for halo like I, games as a service to me like has a lot of potential that's just focused on monetization over anything else and that's what bothers mm-hmm. me about it because like I would I would love like a like Skyrim for example if that was a service game where every I mean Genshin Impact is basically what I'm thinking of here like a, a service game where every six months you get a new addition to the world MMO style but it's also got like the structured campaign content and scripted and like it's it's fun and memorable and not just bullshit filler stuff uh, like Genshin, really Gen- Genshin, Genshin Impact, yeah, Genshin Impact gets it right. Whether whether you agree with the gotcha system or not in that game, yeah, that that's the only like thing, right? Yeah, like, like people but keep coming it's back. Also, to kind it. of brilliant. The gotcha is probably the thing that allows them to keep it. Doing well, that, it absolutely right? is. Uh, yeah, because it, it's a single player game, but it's monetized by the fact that it's pulling in characters completely at random, so it's not pay to win. So you do pay, but like it's it's completely random what you get, but the stuff you get affects gameplay it's actually ingenious well That's and, crazy. and like the content you get for the money they're invest they're keep investing the money back into the game and expanding right. the world and adding new stories and and all that like that that's a model that works if you had the gotcha thing i think it'd be like the perfect if it didn't have the gotcha thing i mean it'd be the perfect system like i'd rather they just had a system that didn't rely on gambling and you know you buy the characters you want and you keep going or whatever if that's how they want to do mm-hmm. that kind of game especially with it being free to play that's you know a whole different can of worms there but like genshin impact is like how i expected like halo infinite to kind of go where you launch the platform and then you add in new campaign expansions as you go and then they're just not they can't do it <laughs> so, halo doesn't have waifus yeah throw some fucking waifus I mean, on the battlefield there's cortana and then there's the other cortana i can't give money to my waifu cortana yeah and other so, cortana yeah and and like you know our discussion back last week on sony with i mean they have 15 live service games in development they've said <laughs> like you know yeah, our, our our big i'm sure i'm sure they're not all gonna, those maybe yeah i'm sure they're not all gonna make it but i'm just you know our topic of this of this conversation is like jesus industry take a chill pill on these things like people i don't have i i just can't see like how all these games survive you expect people to spend hundreds of hours in these games and there's just too many of them only the most the best and the most popular ones are going to survive especially since they keep targeting the same, the same audience. audience like yeah, all the looters try a live service game the same that's exact just, people yeah 
Like, if there was a live service game that launched that was like, look, we want single housewives who are drunk off their ass on wine all day, then you might have a brand new emerging market that's just... Oh, my God. What <laughs> but I don't know what game? game appeals to that audience. I don't know. Yeah. What I, if that's the Genshin Impact audience? I, I, I truly think, like, this, this service model is what's going to cause the industry to crash before too long. Because, uh, and I think the layoffs are only going to continue to get worse because they, the AAA companies are just staffing and staffing and staffing to keep these games running 24-7. I mean, just look at how many people work on Call of Duty now for Warzone and how they have to keep those things going. Like, I can only imagine how big the team on Fortnite is and other, other studios and publishers are trying to get these things yeah, to happen. Yeah, the kid Leroy is coming to Fortnite? You know, you, know who I, you know who I bet is next in line who? for massive layoffs is Nexon. Oh, the kid Leroy. Is who Maxim? Nexon. Nexon? Yeah, they're they're a publisher oh. out of China, I think, and they're yeah, they make a, a ton of mobile stuff, right? Uh, that, but they've been getting into the multiplayer scene in the triple, like the AAA space with all kinds of live service stuff. Uh, we did that preview of the first Ascendant, which is from Nexon. Korea says Haxon. Korea, Somebody. Korea. Sorry. Uh, yeah, they did the first Ascendant, which Frost and I previewed, and it's nope, uh, not great. Uh, they're just. They're about to release this Warlanders game, which looks fun, but I don't. Warlanders see it. is a really bad name for a game. Uh, yeah, I don't see it having long legs on it. So you know, all these companies are are just trying to throw everything out there, burning out devs to find that next big games of service hit, and ninety percent of them are going to fail. <laughs> well, with that attitude, they will. This, uh, this oh, is with, most, with a lot of attitudes, they will. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think <laughs> yeah. your attitude's going to change no. that. Uh, EGS Ethan with a five dollar donation earlier said there should be a psychological horror U.S. Pol- political sim, uh, and the point of the game is to not only get elected but to not succumb to the voices in your head. Um, <laughs> that should be what Lucas Pope, the creator of uh, Papers oh Please and Return of the Obra Dinn, that should be what his crank game is. <laughs> is uh, he's doing a game for the cranker, old, the old yellow <laughs> you crank cranker until you lose the your old yellow cranker. I got behind me collecting dust. Um, the play date. That should be a playdate game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, TJ Carr with a file or dono. Thank you so much. TJ Carr said, Dark Tide is under fire in ratings and community due to them not fulfilling a lot of the features they showcased thus far, uh, but they have cosmetics lined up. And that's another problem is also like prioritizing certain things. You're like, if there's an entire team dedicated to X, is that taking away resources from Y and Z that are things the players are going to care about or things that were maybe promised? Um, and they're probably different teams, and one team. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they definitely finished have, their I mean, task before lots the of, other. Lots of dev teams now. Have, a lot easier to do. Yeah, lots of dev yeah. teams now to have like specific MTX teams that just work on those things day and night. Uh, That's the the biz lingo for microtransactions. Yeah, but uh, where does the X come from? That's the the trans transaction. Is, oh, it's like the crossroads. It encompasses like all a, of that. It's a yeah. cra- it's a railroad. It's a railroad <laughs> crossing. Uh, yeah, no, I've, I've been I've been it playing a lot of a lot of. I've been playing a lot of Dark Tide lately, and uh, can definitely tell like there's some prioritization going on there. Well, you've been playing a lot of Dark Tide. What are you doing? Playing games, and not talking about them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got secret games. You got secret games. Casey and I don't. You're not. Do you're not allowed game. to do that. I think that Casey and I talk did about I, everything did we I, play. Did I talk about? I didn't talk about last week. I don't even no. know what Dark Tide is. I don't even know what I talked about last That's week. Is that a Warhammer game? Yeah. Is that one of the Warhammer? You know, you know it's a Warhammer game. Yes. I know it's a Warhammer. Is that the Left 4 Dead one? Yeah. That's from yes. the makers of Vermintide. You don't Dark know Tide what that is. Dark Tide are different. No, yes. Vermintide is like is a bunch of rats. Yeah. I, I'm glad you figured that out. Yeah. From yeah. yeah that, that's a tough one. Like <laughs> Tail Requiem. Taught me about rats. I saw, I, saw, I saw the veins working in your head for that one. 
the veins working <laughs> yeah. in my head. I was like, yeah, I was like the meme of that kid in this classroom freaking out. TJ Carr uh, says, I mentioned Dark Tide, so I, you just have memory lost, old man. Casey didn't remember all too. You're Casey both older than I am, so you're both old man. <laughs> yeah. Nick, you still think Halo is cool, so you're an old man. <laughs> He's got you there. Hey, I just roasted it in an article. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, Andrew White winner with a five dollar donation. Thank you so much, Andrew. Says, why would anyone spend money on something that only has value for a couple seconds before coming irrelevant soon? <laughs> as the TV is off. Wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, but you know where this money is going, and it's uh, to Nick getting his seven million dollar yearly bonus at the end of the year. Fuck, That's I wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs that second yacht, y'all. Still got to have a roommate though, which is crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Lauren, those, those Missouri, those Missouri taxes, man, they just eat it all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't have a bunch of money stored under my basement steps or anything. That sounded very specific. Very specific. To be honest. The creaky third step that you need to lift the lift the board from. Uh, Lauren with a five dollar dono. Thank you so much, Lauren. Says uh, I don't have the attention span for even one live service game, uh, let alone the budget for a squintillion of them. That's the <laughs> other thing is it feels like you kind of need to like put a ring on them if you do you live do. service, right? Yeah, like even even Siege. As much as I love Siege, like if you don't play it for a couple of seasons, the meta completely changes by the time you get back, and then you have to relearn the game. <laughs> it's like. It's, I, it's frustrating um and and that's kind of like why i wrote the halo piece today just because as a fan like i'm frustrated that i don't know if i should be i like it's kind of weird to say but i don't know if i should be spending my time on halo infinite if it's not going to continue and i hate that feeling mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like you know netflix canceling shows before their second season like do i want to watch the first season of 1899 because now there's not gonna be another one i don't know like it's, it's insane to me they didn't just wait to announce that because like no one wants to watch that right now if they know that oh it's just yeah. not gonna have an ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let me disappoint myself or at least announce it like ten seconds after I finish it like they did for Shantaram. <laughs> See, that's the kind thing to do is wait for <laughs> yeah. me to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then King Dead with a two loud drone. Oh, thank you so much, King Dead. So the name is definitely Cranker and not Playdate. What is Honestly, Playdate Crank Cranker Cranker would have sold more than Playdate. So this the, the Cranker. Yeah, but then they'd been, been upset because they'd have been like, This isn't what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Soldier Boy game console. I was promised. I was promised to crank that. Uh, crank, crank Boy. That, I hope he's doing. I hope he's doing okay. Um, he was in an episode of Atlanta. I think he's fine. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. He had to like move. Moved. He had to get a farm upstate or something. He had to get a, yeah, he had to get a state farm. Yeah. State farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick doesn't get that joke because Nick didn't uh, It's really Atlanta. good, Nick. It's really good. Young people don't get that joke. Um, I was just left in the state farm. They try to they try to stay relevant. I have state farm insurance. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. Oh, do you have hot takes on the insurance industry? Because I'm down for that. Also, that is definitely something old people have. Young people do not care about the insurance industry. <laughs> I care about the insurance. Yeah, young people industry. live forever. They don't need insurance. I don't drive my yeah. car and they're charging me a bunch of money for insurance. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is an old person. This is an old person combo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, why do I pay for the schools in my town if I don't have children? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Matthew, again, I'll pay for it when I have children. I don't care uh, about your children. Matthew, Ad- Matthew Adkins with a $2 donation <laughs> says, money for Nick's Ferrari gas fund. Oh, thanks. Do you drive yeah, a Ferrari, really Nick? That. I do. What do you drive? I bet you drive a Dodge, a Dodge Stratus. I, I drive a Ford Ferrari. See, for for Ferrari? Yeah, Ford 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 versus Ferrari? Yeah, a Ford Farty. (laughs) 
You don't want to tell what car you drive because you probably drive a Bugatti. I drive a Ford Escape. Did you, you get make those? The yeah, that's why that's that was my it, it. It literally led me to the Escapist. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll <laughs> first the chicken or the egg. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts on on uh, li- on live service on Microsoft? Or do you think this is going to change? Right. I, I'm. <sighs> I feel like so many are going to fail that they're, I mean, I, I, speaking of like change, I think EA has already realized like it's not going to work for us like we hoped because most of their lineup is single player titles coming out. They have this, and, and they that's have this because of uh, the failure of Anthem and the failure of Battlefield 2042. I'm sure they're going to try Battlefield again and hopefully not fuck it up again. <clears throat> but excuse me, uh, they put Vince Ampel in charge of all their output going forward, yeah. right? But also, I don't. Yeah, you can't say a bunch. Most of their titles are single player because they're still going to have Madden, like Clockwork. They're still going to have whatever soccer well, is going to yeah, be called. There's sports things. Like EA anymore. Sports. Yeah, yeah sports still, is its own thing. I'm thinking like Dragon have, Age is uh, single player. Mass Effect's most likely going to be single player. Dead Space is single player. Jedi Survivor is single player. Uh, Wild at Heart is co-op. Wait, is that, that, is that <laughs> what that's called? Like Wild Heart. Wild Hearts. Yeah. Wild, Wild Hearts, Hearts, I believe. Yeah, I'm and, never actually going to work. And, and yes, Vinny, the web server says, are yeah. they still juicing on Apex Legend? Yes, they are. And it's huge on mobile. Uh, people forget that these live service games actually probably do much better on mobile <laughs> than anywhere else. Is Siege on mobile? Or is, is Siege, coming to Siege mobile? coming to mobile? It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. So it's coming coming China. Call, Call of Duty Call of Duty's on mobile. Like Those those mobile games make yeah. a fuck ton of money. Kids, kids love mobile games. Like, if you get one, I think you should... <laughs> It sound like a parent. I think you just be happy with your guy. <laughs> Stop trying to double dip. <laughs> like have that, you know, you know, fund a lot of other no, stuff. No, and no, itself, no, of course. no. You, uh, they need their ten million dollar bonuses at the end of the year. What do you mean? But that's not no. Yeah, because I, I I agree. I feel like yeah, there's they're, they're I mean, also they chasing that big old whale. <laughs> they're all chasing that big old whale. Uh, a lot of these projects that are trying to get a piece of that pie will likely fail but the ones that aren't failing will keep proving to these new execs that get shuffled in that this is the way to go like oh we need one of those look at what they're doing over there so like i find it hard to be like all right well these guys are just going to give up while competition is kind of having all the fun right like we're going to keep getting these attempts because they think that one will hit eventually and maybe one will like that's the thing every now and then you get like a really big disruptor like apex legends was not a thing until it was so everyone is still just hoping to be one of those. Well, at least Epic has Fortnite and will never do anything else other than Fortnite in their engine. Yeah, what's been the last, what's the last big one of those? What? Like Among Us? Oh, Disruptor. Disruptor game? Uh, like Among Us? A lot of people trying to, trying to pull that shit off. Yeah. How, how much money is Among Us making though? I feel like that is that making like a ton of money. I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think it onion. is anymore. I think it's. I think it's falling out of the zeitgeist. <laughs> you know, Craig played it in the bathtub in gas in, in glass onion, so it had to be. Bad. That's true. It, it was. Jackson says Daisy. Daisy never took off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, every time I played that game, it was the biggest pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dead by Daylight. I think Snake in the Garden is saying maybe. Is that that big though? That's big. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's well, Dead, Dead by Daylight's huge. Fall big seem really big. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know if Fall Guys is. I mean, Matt. I mean, we'd have. To, we might not. We might not have one yet. So do we Apex think might have been the Dokkan Kingdom one. could be it? Nah, Dokkan B. Are... Sure. <laughs> Whenever that shows up, absolutely. 
Where's Tokuvin? Let's get that in here. Um, that would be incredible. Uh, do we? Oh, there was a there was a little chitty chat. Uh, EGS again with two dollars. Thank you so much, EGS. Says Halo Finite. Now that's a two dollar joke there. Waga waga. Yeah, I pretty much had the same good. joke in my Damn. article. Yeah, your last sentence. Your last sentence. But mm. it wasn't. It it didn't say Halo Finite. Am I right? That's what it should have been. Mm. Yeah. Huh. I'm not that no, clever. Okay. Think about that. Uh, you guys want to talk about what we've been what we've been playing and watching? Sure. No. Uh, Nick. <laughs> I just want to go to eat dinner. <laughs> Nick, I heard. Well, tough shit, Nick. You're working. <laughs> I know. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Where's my uh, you bonus? Know who's not eating dinner? Any of us right <laughs> That's now. True. We're not eating dinner. We're not doing little snackies under the under the table. Nick, I heard a rumor that you're giving Death Stranding another go because of your love and admiration for or Lauren said you're save your Hideo Kojima. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I loaded up Death Stranding again last night. Um, I'm very, very, very annoyed because it has that stupid feature where you have to get you have to load up your PS4 to transfer the stupid save over to your PS5. And I tried it; it didn't work, uh, and I'm fucking annoyed about it. So I got to restart the whole game over again. Good. How so, far did you get into it? Though? Need the emotion of like. Uh, I got to like chapter off. chapter two. Which is a long ways. Like the opening of the game is very long. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like I remember hearing that. Like there's like an excessively long first chapter, and then the rest of the chapters aren't as anywhere near as long. Yeah, and I'm not looking forward to like the, uh, the super long cutscene. And Fat Highlanders is just pay for PS Plus. I do pay for PS Plus. It didn't do it. If you're to go, <laughs> no. Send them another, send them another check. <laughs> no, I'm gonna restart the game anyway because like I just I'm completely lost if I try to load it up ever again. So. Um, also, I'm playing like the definitive version now, so with 60 frames, it runs very smooth, looks very nice. Uh, what got what got added to that? Like they, they said something about gameplay improvement slash enhancement. Like, did they put more game in the enhanced version? Like, is there more stuff to do, or like how did it change? I th- I still haven't played the enhanced edition. That's, I think I'm, I'm, they I'm they added that. some like extra did. tools. So there's like a walker that'll follow you, that'll carry some stuff for you. If you unlock it, there's like uh, another gun like combat option. Uh, I think there's like indoor like com- kind of almost like the equivalent of like the VR challenges and Metal Gear like indoor sort of combat stealth challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, just I don't some think there's quality like, of life stuff and all that. Yeah, I don't think there's like a bunch of story or anything like that. Because um, mm. uh, spoilers, that game doesn't have a story because it's nonsense. <laughs> <I guess laughs> yeah, I really, nonsense. I almost don't care about the story. I just kind of wanted to go through it for like the experience again because like I Hell just yeah. I remember when Incredible I played it for the first time, like coming over that mountain and getting uh, when you're going into the valley and the music, yeah. Like I'm looking forward to that moment, and I also like I've heard the final song from the game, and I'm like I need to get to that moment in the game to hear that song. I don't. It's just ever since I heard the song, I'm like I have to experience that in the game. So that's not the it. the low roar song that was in the. No, that's uh, the that's the first song you get. Was it? That's, that's the, the first song. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you hear? I think the lead singer of that band died or something. Died. Yeah. Yeah. That's super sad. That sucks. I don't want to talk anymore then. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. but yeah so I, i've been starting that I, I also started another run of jedi fallen order last night um on the nice. ps5 because it's free with playstation plus right now so uh mm-hmm. turns out uh playing with the ps5 remote and all the extra like vibration stuff they have on there uh kind of makes the game feel like i'm playing it for the first time again weirdly enough oh 
Awesome. I, I was thinking of doing a replay before. Uh, yeah, just answer. Survivors. So yeah. you you recommend the PS5 version because I played it on Xbox. Yeah, no, it really adds a lot. Like whenever you like when you okay. when like deflect a laser, like you feel the whole controller like rumble and like you can feel like, like the pressure. Rumbles. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's cool though. Like it makes me really excited for whatever they're gonna do with Survivor. Um, because I also too was gonna get it on Xbox, and I'm like, nope, I, I need to use the controller for that game now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. And then yeah, I've been playing. Have they- Go ahead. Uh, do they advertise that a version of a game has like the extra dual sense features anymore? Because I feel like I don't hear that as um, much. Yeah, they do like on the PlayStation blog a lot. Um, and then uh, I know the social media team did too. Yeah, but that feels like that would be like a if the versions were exactly the same, but the PS5 one did cool controller shit. I'd probably lean towards that. That's I literally I literally do yeah, that for games like that I, new yeah. indie game seasons. Yeah, uh, with the bike. At the end really of the demo, cool. it had cool stuff like that. But like, I, di- I didn't hear that that was a thing yeah. for it. And it's also coming to PC, so... Uh, and then, does that work it, on PC if you plug... Yeah. If you use yeah, your yeah, dual yeah, yeah, sense yeah. It does. It does. Oh. If the game supports it, yeah. Interesting. Um, and then um, King Dead 42 has how the load times are on PS5 for, I'm assuming, Fallen Order. Uh, I, haven't, I, I just got the Pagano, but I mean, when I died, it was like an instant reload. And I remember when you die in the in the original version like there was a loading screen so now there's no no loading screen when you die you just fade right back in nice. uh, so that makes that makes that makes platforming yeah that makes like the kind of goofy platforming much more manageable when you just reload instantly yeah there's there's a a, a secret boss that you can run into very early in that game yeah that big frog thing mm-hmm. the loading screen when that thing kills you is longer, longer. than any other loading screen from that point forward yeah, it does not like, make any sense they need to fix like the, that it's like the it, bloodboard thing where i'm it's pretty like sure punish you for your failure yeah i'm pretty sure they specifically noted they fixed that in this version also, don't put that boss there. It's too hard. Put it somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't put so it right there where I can been, wander into. Been playing that, uh, and then been finished Neon White, which I really enjoyed. I almost wish the entire game was the uh, the rocket power up. I told Murdy that yesterday. <laughs> so once you get that rocket power up, that game went from like I like this to I love this. Uh, and then I started Proteus yesterday on the editor's backlog, which is a lot of fun. Very visceral first-person shooter. Uh, also, if you like Gore, Casey, you need to play Proteus because that shit. Like, there, there's a scene when we were playing yesterday. Where, like, I'm in this tunnel, and all these enemies came running at me, and I was just using a minigun, and the blood filled up the screen so much that like, I couldn't see anything else besides like blood everywhere. <laughs> uh, did I just at some point give you guys the impression that I love Gore? I don't know. <laughs> I was really confused. Was like, Casey, if you love Gore, and I was like, what? Gore? Yeah, that's not a personality trait that I have. I mean, the well, the, no, you do. You're welcome. Like the <laughs> when you describe it as a visceral first person shooter, like that piqued my interest. Like if there's like a lot of mechanics to mess around with, then yeah, I'm, I'd be into that. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a very doomish first person shooter. Just okay, very simple gameplay, I guess. Oh, like old Doom, not like old Doom, Doom Eternal. Old Doom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it okay, feels gotcha. like a mix of old Doom and new Doom. Like a that's, weird that's mix. True. Like, yeah. yeah, it feels. It has like the visual panache, some of the visual panache of new Doom, panache. but with like really a fancy word. Only an editor would say that. Panache, panache <laughs> is a pretty common word. That's not that I've weird. Never word. heard anybody say panache. You've never heard the word panache. I'm in the Midwest. You're not going to Gallus. You're in the Midwest too. Gallus. Casey, have you heard the? Do they say panache? Would I go to Gallus? Say panache every day here on the east coast where the elite live <laughs> yeah marty did come from the west coast and now so in a sense who's going to gallows, gallows in the that midwest weird word. what is going on 
Do galas even exist in the Midwest? I've never even seen them here. Do galas? A gala is a state of mind. You can make a gala mm. wherever you want. You can do a gala in your basement if you want. Mm. Um, don't do a basement don't, gala. That sounds don't show really the, weird. Don't show the police, though. Don't show the police. SBS <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guru with a five euro donation. Thank you so much. Said, you know what will herald the apocalypse? Video Kojima making a live service game. There's been some rumors that he's dabbling in the cloud. I don't think it necessarily means live service, but he's clouding it up. He wants to. He wants to get a little little taste of those technologies. He should just put a demo in there and then leave it at that. Because you know he knocks those out of the park. <laughs> That's all you he's get. He's really good at making them. <laughs> Hideo Kojima's WarioWare, which is a bunch of little micro games. You don't have to finish them. Don't worry. Yeah. Why? Why couldn't uh, Death Stranding be the demo that got canceled and we got Silent Hills instead? <laughs> Death Stranding's fucking great. What are you talking? Nick, get out of here. What are you doing? I, I just wanted more Silent Hills. Uh, I mean, so did that, I. That, that, was, that, was, have, that was a that game would never game. have been as good as the game we think it will would have been. You're lost. yeah at this point yeah yeah uh, just that's like Scalebound. Cool. No, but Scalebound was bad. <laughs> <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell, tell everybody Scalebound that's crying bad. about that twenty years later that it's canceled. <laughs> the difference is Scalebound was bad. <laughs> Um, Andrew White went over the $2 dono as well. Thank you so much. Said Death Stranding is why I survived 2020. Praise Kojima. Incredible hey. game. Incredible game. Uh, I just got to not fall asleep it. playing it. That's my biggest problem as I start playing uh, it and it, start, it starts putting me to sleep because <laughs> it's so like relaxing. For the most we'll play part. it late at night. That's for sleep. How time I have time to play it? Early in the morning. I wake up early. No. All right. Well, yeah, I'm Team Nick on this one. I'm not yeah, getting up early. Exactly. Play, right. play the damn also, like, I'll f- I'm more likely to fall asleep in the morning than at night. <laughs> what are you talking about? You just woke up. You're done sleeping. No. Play it while standing up. Are you gonna? What are you, narcoleptic? Yeah, probably. You keep saying I am because I fall asleep playing Marvel Snap. I did it again last night. Not good. It's not. Yeah, you, you shouldn't. You should be able to stay up for three minutes. My, my win loss rate is going down because I keep falling asleep. Well, they'll, they'll <laughs> never show your stats, so you'll be fine. Uh. Casey, you've been watching some stuff. Uh, first yes. off, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in a specific order. I want to know about Velma. No, no. Okay, I've only seen one episode of Velma. Okay. <laughs> uh, my my Twitter feed is filled with vitriol <laughs> towards towards uh, people's response to Velma the cartoon, but then also like clips from like Hanna Barbera, whatever, of every other Scooby Doo show having scenes featuring Velma. So like these are like I'm seeing Velma's from all the different Scooby-Doo uh, variations that have existed. And it's this is this is like a, a cartoon account and clearly it's trolling, you know, Mindy Kaling's Velma show. So like it's trying to show you, like, hey, look at this good adaptation of the Velma. Look at this good adaptation of Velma. Look at this good. You know what I mean? Like that's all it's showing right now. Um, and I, I gotta admit, a lot of those clips are actually funny. Like these are a lot of different Scooby-Doo shows and I don't like Scooby-Doo, but none of these shows are the original show, which is the one that I, I've proclaimed that I hate. This new Velma show from episode one is funny. It is actually funny. Like the characters are different people. And I think that is the biggest gripe that if you are a longtime fan of the Scooby-Doo uh, gang or whatever, one, Scooby's not in it. I've never liked the dog, so you know that's a plus for me. Insane. So I understand why. Insane. I heart of the show. Even, even this insane to I, me. I understand why you'd be upset that you know it's about the rest of them and not Scooby Doo. Fine, I get it. For me, I think that's like, I've that's never like liked Scooby Doo. Like you, you watch Cowardly the or Courage a Cowardly Dog and hate Courage. 
You watch it no, for the old that's man. that's a good show. <laughs> that's a good, good show, though. That's a good show. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I, what I'll say about it is... Um, on on a very surface level like if you if you went into that show because you wanted to hate it there's a lot in there that gives you fodder for you to just get <laughs> even more upset like Min, mindy kayley knew for a fact that people would hate watch that show and so she's trolling them for a lot of that first episode i don't know how much longer that goes into like goes across the series i imagine probably throughout it uh, but I don't I don't think most of the haters have actually watched the full season. They probably watched maybe a couple minutes of the first episode or and were immediately put off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I kind of don't believe how bad it's being rated. Like, it's it's I think on Rotten Tomatoes or something, it's like the second like tied for like second worst animated uh, series ever, like of all time. It's not that bad. There are. Yeah. Oh, my God. There are, there are cartoon shows way worse than what this show is by far. But I will say, like, it's definitely not. It doesn't feel like Scooby-Doo. This definitely feels like something different. So if you're going to watch it, watch it with that caveat. Um, but I'm, I'm probably going to finish it. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take me. But the first episode wasn't bad. I'm actually intrigued in the, the little mystery that they have going on. Uh, the writing is funny. Like, I've always liked Mindy Kaling's writing. But her, her Velma is kind of a jerk. And I can get why if you were, like, a fan of the more, uh, you know, bookish version of the character that has persisted for years and years. This one is very different. Like, I get it. But I mean, think of like you guys love multiverses. Think of it as one of those. Mm-hmm. And Andrew White, <laughs> is it OK? Is it OK that I've never liked Mindy Killing? So I'm just not interested. Of course, that's OK. You know? No, yeah, that's fine. I, yeah, I think it's, I think that's racist as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you need to apologize. Andrew. Yeah. You don't give a shit if you don't like me. Watch whatever you want. Yeah, yeah if you're not into like her style of thing, then sure. It, 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 it also, will make sense not in, this yeah. doesn't appeal the to you. The insane thing is uh, I bet so many of these people who are loud and vocal online don't give a shit about Scooby-Doo and don't At give all. a shit about Minnie Kaling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, not, I'm not you know what's an easy way to avoid that is just not watching it. Yeah, I'm not her biggest fan either. Yeah. Like she, I just found her annoying in the office. <laughs> I mean, she's supposed to be. Yeah, I guess I guess roll I guess roll roll done well. <laughs> yeah. but, but that yeah, that's the thing. Like she that oh, maybe, maybe there's a bit of her in these characters because she does she does that a lot. Like she wrote she writes the um for the show Never Have I Ever, which is a Netflix series about like mm-hmm. teens going like an Indian teen going through high school and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really, really good show. But the main character is very annoying in that same way. Like she's still lovable, like you still root for her, but she's very annoying. <laughs> yeah, and I, there's yeah. definite shades clearly of Mindy Kaling in that character. Yeah. So I think it's all like she's, you know, just writing what she knows. Yeah, which I don't know makes sense. Like all, all of uh, like I don't know Michael Bay characters are all the same. <laughs> Nicholas Winding Refn characters are all the same. Fucking Wes Anderson characters are all the same. Kojima characters are all the same. It doesn't matter. Barry Nick, just you've, been getting, you've been getting visibly hotbox for a while. What's he, going on? Yeah, what? Like what did how you red just my do? face is. Barry just ripped, and it's real bad, man. I thought he shit on my floor. What do you do? Oh, what do you? What are you feeding him? Little ham sandwiches? Nothing. He's just over there. He's just just standing in my doorway, stretching his ass and ripping. Why don't you close the door? I don't want to close the door now. It's in here. No, why don't you close the door beforehand? That's why I close the door. So little random dogs fart through my streams. That was so. I don't have any dogs, but that was so bad. Uh, Before we go on to the other things, Casey's been watching SVS Guru with a ten euro donation. Thank you so much, SVS Gurus. So the worst part of Death Stranding for me was all the infrastructure deteriorating after I built it. I don't want to have to play Maintenance Guy, and that's why I stopped playing after I finished the story. 
well, that was the end of the game. (laughs) 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 You stop playing at the end of the game, which is a fine time to stop playing. Uh, But that's kind of the, I think kind of the point is like, what man makes will not be there forever. And what, what, what you build isn't for you. It's for, it's, it's like, you know, climbing up a ladder and then turning around and helping the next person up the rung um, kind of thing. There's like an altruism to building things in Death Stranding. Oh, no, it's no, not for yeah. you. It's for it's for someone you might never meet. Go, and I kind of like that. Go away, Barry. Go away. Does the dog keep farting? What's going on? <laughs> he's, he's, he's back behind me. Stop. Nigga's <laughs> being harassed. He is. He's, he's absolutely he's, being He's harassed. like trying to wedgie me. <laughs> That's because your dog's a big Mindy Kaling fan. So <laughs> you hear me talk Mark, Mark, I love the Mindy Project. How could you? Uh, and Red Dwarf 42 with a file. I don't know. Thank you so much. Red Dwarf says, I always get confused when I hear about the FPS Proteus. It always makes me think of Proteus with a T, the weird indie game. Uh, same. Proteus was an early walking sim that was also like a weird, like hallucinogenic trip. And so you just wander around this like colorful sort of, Eh, like Minecraft, but with fewer shapes and colors world didn't, and the world would like slowly change. It was like a Vita and PS3 and PC game. I think there was nothing to it. I don't think there's literally any mechanics. It's like wandering around while n- nice things happen. <laughs> Did you play? Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know this game. I, I was thinking of something else. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. This, I don't know. This um, game. Yeah, it is like. I don't like using the word walking sim, but it is. It's a WS. It's one of those. There's there's nothing yeah, else. Nothing else happens. It's it's kind of wander around <laughs> and stuff changes, which seems really nice. Um, Casey, uh, yes. uh, speaking of uh, things changing and looking nice, you also saw Puss in Boots, the new Puss in Boots movie, which I heard yes. is very good. Is very a very good looking animated movie. My one of my Listen. friends said that that movie is like uh, on the level of like Into the Spider Verse. People said it. Uh, yeah. Listen, Nick. Puss in Boots is the best movie that released last year. Oh my god! And it might be the best movie that released this year. What about James? Can't wait. Okay, you can't do both of those. (laughs) It's that good. Choose one of those years. Also, James Cameron's Avatar Two: The Way of Water came out last year. Uh, yeah, that was never in the running. I don't know. That 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 is (laughs) serious right now. I don't know (laughs) if Darren had said that, or if he had said this has as good as animation as Into the Spider Verse, I would have approved his pitch. But he got all fancy with it, and I my dumb brain. It's a huge move. You gotta start approving (laughs) these pitches. You're turning down menu pitches, Nick. You gotta get your finger on the pulse of what's about to hit the streets. Mm. You're not you're not young anymore, Nick. You got your finger on the young pulse, like. Like Shrek was like a big deal when that came Shrek out, right? That was like a big deal. cultural phenomenon. Like it still kind of resonates though. throughout the other, culture, yeah. right? The other Puss in Boots movies weren't that big either. They've had like three. Yeah, well, that's movies. the thing. I, yeah, they they really didn't register. Like I'm I'm hearing now that they were also pretty good, hmm. but I'm I'm gonna go back and watch them. But you don't need any preconceived notions. You don't don't need to have seen anything. You don't you you don't you don't even need to know what Shrek is about, honestly, hmm. <laughs> to to get into this movie. It is super self-contained. And on top of that, like not as like from front to back, not a second of this movie is wasted. It's fun. It's entertaining. It gets dark. It's legitimately scary. Like it like the characters. I, I, um, I watched all, a clip of, of Puss having uh-huh. a, a panic attack. Yeah. And it like, was like, I was like, holy shit, that's like a real panic attack. Yeah, like it's it's it's, it's truly harrowing. Like, yeah. like my son was watching the show with us. Uh, my my fiance was also uh, watching the movie with us. They were getting legit scared. Like the reason why he's afraid is legitimate, <laughs> and like like they they sell like that fear and like that that harrowness harrowingness. Um, 
super well. Um, the the villains that are featured in the, in the movie, like they they take their time to give them like actual backstory. Like it's not all like dumped in exposition. Like right when you meet them, it happens over time. They 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 have this clever thing where like um Jiminy like a Jiminy Cricket type character shows up and spends time with one of the bad guys, and like he's kind of digging into his psyche to try to you know pull out. You know, it's like, hey, maybe don't do this, maybe do that, whatever. And you're learning about this villain through those interactions. And like, it's it's just, it was completely entertaining, super interesting all the way through. And to to sell all of that, uh, there's there's like a legitimate amount of quality action, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a thing that I just love, like in anything. Like this is a kids movie, and like the fight scenes were better than anything that I've seen in any other movie that like this year like just bar- like by far <laughs> like, it's just not a thing you expect just like great anime fight scenes it almost yes like, like, like when you, yes like, when you like, like mob psycho or something like that or attack on titan or it's yeah. it's that bombastic like clearly there's anime inspiration in like some of the stuff they do because like the scale is like wow like people die in this movie. like it's it, it goes so quickly from like lighthearted joke jokey death to that's a scary death we don't want to we don't want this to happen to our main character because that was bad like it's so good it's so good like i can't recommend it oh, yeah. enough if if you're like yeah, i, I, I said this in my discord you. Yeah, like if you're planning on watching any movie in the near future, and it's not Puss in Boots, cancel that ticket and buy Puss in Boots. You I'm need so, to watch that. I think it's streaming right on Peacock. Is that right? Yeah, I think it is. That's what confused me. I didn't know it was in theaters. I thought it was streaming on something. Yeah, I think. But it's I ended up just going to the theater. On... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I think it's streaming on one of the one of the minor networks. Um, right. What'd you say? Nothing. I just I feel like I don't feel like I saw much marketing for that movie. No, I don't know yeah, why. T- yeah, honestly, me neither. Also, like I, I kind of. But that's no. I I legit for a long time also thought it was on streaming services. So I don't know what happened yeah. with that. Yeah, they, there's like, a bunch of there's a bunch of other Puss Boot movies. So maybe I'm look. Uh, maybe I was thinking of like this one's called The Last Wish. Is that what this is called? Yeah, The Last Wish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I just I just yeah, I feel it's like so good. I thought like. Shrek th- like Shrek three onwards like that franchise kind of burnt itself out and then yeah I don't I don't, to get love stale. I don't even remember I what happened to Shrek, Shrek three at this point that's one with it was kids right I don't think I ever they have kids I don't fucking know Shrek what happened he does have like one is like yeah Shrek the third and then there's Shrek four ever after Shrek or something four? like that oh god he's the fourth one yeah those those ones aren't great no no I think one is like he Shrek wishes two. his kids away <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Like, it's basically click with Adam Sandler. That's that's sort of one of the third. third All right, sold. I'm gonna go watch it now. <laughs> Adam Sandler movies and just live action Shrek movies. <laughs> um, speaking of anime, earlier you've also been watching Bleach: The Thousand Years Blood War. Yeah, this is this is the final arc of Bleach, which was notoriously canceled in the middle of its uh, run years and years ago. Um, I was very excited for its return. Uh, it's freshly animated. Um, the hope, because I did read a lot of the manga, didn't read it to the end, but I read a lot of the manga after the series got canceled, so I know most of the story already. Um, but I'm excited to see it in full animation, because that's how I like my anime, you know, when oh, yeah. it moves. Um, but I have to say, it's not really adding much. <laughs> I- I've seen the first three, four episodes so far, um, and what I was hoping was that they'd improve on like the way they do their fight choreography, because Bleach... And a lot of other like older animes are notorious for 
um, a lot of implied action is the is the turn of phrase where uh, there's a big wind up for like a super powerful move and then it's a wide shot and you see a giant explosion. You don't actually see the move happen. Mm-hmm. And that's just most of their action scenes. And there's a lot of fighting in this arc. Like it starts right off the bat with conflict and confrontation. So like it, I'm a little underwhelmed at this point, which is sad. Cause like, I'm, I was super excited for this and I, and I know the story already. Like I like the beats and like what gets revealed as time goes on. So the only thing that was missing was amping up those interactions and those battles between characters that I know and like, by you know making it super flashy like you know how my hero does and how demon slayer does and bleach just isn't hitting that mark when it 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 should like we've 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 seen what what quality uh shown in action looks like today and bleach being canceled and showing back up in this time period should have taken advantage of that and it feels it still feels like uh the older version so that's a little disappointing yeah and so it's just continuing the story. It's not like one of those, all right, we brought it back so it can kind of be like a victory lap and greatest mm-hmm. greatest hits kind of real. Like, it can't really do that, right? It has to be, like, continuing the story. But that's so the I thing. Like, like, I have no problem with the story. Like, I've, the story beats and, like, the revelations, all that is fine. But just they should have put more effort into the action. Like, if, if these two characters are going to fight, go ham. Like redo whatever was in the manga in terms, because like that's all implied anyway. Like because you're yeah. looking at still, you know, comic book reels. Just redo what the fights are supposed to be, and like actually put time and energy into the animations. It would it would skyrocket the appeal of that show. Because then you'll get yeah. people putting clips on Twitter and all over the internet. Oh, look at this fight between Ichigo and uh, this this weird uh, angel Nazi. Because <laughs> that cause that's what they're fighting, angel Nazis. Wow. Well, at a certain point, you either become the angel, the angel Nazi, Nazi or you fight the angel Nazi. So I'm glad they're on that side. Um, Casey, if you want an anime that visually does not disappoint me, holy shit, this new Trigon show. Trigon? Uh... I've watched both episodes. I'm a, So this ties into what I what I think about the Nier Automata anime, which I also watched mm-hmm. the second episode of. So the first episode of Nier, I was bummed out by how bad the 3D CG looked which is, okay. is a problem that can happen with, with anime. And I made sure to say there's some of it I like. Trigun fucking crushes it with its 3D CG animation. Nice. Like the show looks so good. And when you're talking about like fight scenes and chase scenes and, and moments like that, having like a, a, a frenetic energy to it, like it is this. Like they are doing things with the camera and with depth perception and with effects that hand-drawn animation could not do, but they're making it look really fucking cool when they do it. That's um, what I want to hear. I, I, I'm like they're, they're setting that bar that folks yeah. are going to start trying to chase now. Yeah. And they're doing like a, it's like a retelling of the manga with some, with some changes and the changes they're making like kind of work for me. Like they start introducing Vash's backstory a lot earlier as opposed to the series, which got like halfway through before it's like, yeah, it, way, it takes a while. Alien. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, so tying it back to near though. So that first episode of near, I was really disappointed in, um, just because of how bad that 3d CG looked. Uh, the second episode, first off, for like a vast majority of it, just does not have like 2B and 9S in them. So it just doesn't have any character we've known. Uh, and also a vast majority of it focuses on like the the uh, the life of one of the robots on the planet and his like sad little journey to his demise. And, but the robots look great because they're not doing this 3D CG shit. Like maybe Wait, it's the robots 3D are in 2D. 
Yeah, like it doesn't look like in, in that first episode when it was those heavy attack machine or attack sequences, every robot had that awful look to it that was so like immediately apparent that this was different than what the other characters look like. Uh-huh. And these robots on the ground don't have that. They look like they're animated with the animation that like 2B and 9S were last time. So part of me is trying to be like, did they do this on purpose? Did they make certain robots look shitty on purpose? Because that seems like something Yokotaro would do because he's a weird, a weird man who never takes off his mask. Is is Yokotaro uh, in charge of the anime project? He is. Uh, he's, the, I believe, the lead writer on it. And so um, he has said that he uh, uh, is going to make changes to it because adaptations can't be one to one. And that uh-huh. any changes made, people should get mad at him, not anyone else on the show, <laughs> which, I, which I also kind of like. Um, yeah, like, but, yeah, uh, take, take control, take yeah. responsibility. And for also, your baby. given the weird nature of the near thing, like near as a whole, like all the, both the near games, having an auxiliary thing makes sense. Cause like that game is all about like what ifs and replays and new game pluses and stuff. And so having a story that changes some things, I think like totally works. Like I almost wouldn't want it to be a, you know, one-to-one adaptation, like something like The Last of Us or, you know, what Halo wasn't. Oh, by the way, did you watch The Last of Us? Casey? Oh, I have, no, I've not watched episode one yet, and I'll probably okay. do that soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, curious to, curious to hear your thoughts. What, what were your game thoughts? Did you have game thoughts? I can't remember. On The the Last of Us? Yeah. Uh, I liked it, but uh, I, I, always, I always felt like it would make a good adaptation because it was always a better story than it was a video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it works pretty well there. Yeah. Um, yeah, curious, uh, curious to hear your thoughts on that when you get to it. Um, that was pretty tall. Ian. You guys been playing it, watching anything else? No, nope. I talked about Carnival Row over on the recap. Yep. It, yeah, then... check that out. If you want a long Last of Us discussion, check out this week's uh, recap. We spent the first 45 minutes or so talking about the first episode. And I, I did start uh, the second season of Vikings Valhalla over on Netflix. Yeah. 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 That's my ring, ringing endorsement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kind of got three different to, tones. I got about <laughs> I got about like ten minutes into the second episode. I was like, ah, you know, I just don't feel like this. <laughs> Even though I love I love the original Viking show, this show just kind of hasn't really lived up to it in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks Netflix. Right. Thanks for ruining another thing for me. You're the best. <laughs> Please don't list. fuck oh, up Rebel uh, Moon. <laughs> thanks for canceling Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> yeah. You and their fucking moon. We got That's the first little cool. glimpse of it. <laughs> And I have to wait till December to see if I Casey like, the secret if you wanna write you, you put all your money you put all your money and skeleton boy and or crab feeder uh, my money is all on Rebel Moon <laughs> Nick I put all my money on Avatar two being the biggest movie in the and world and I it. was right do you do you think Zack Snyder's Dark Side of the Moon what is it called New Moon Rebel Moon Rebel Moon <laughs> New Moon was a Twilight was a Twilight book and Dark Side of the Moon was a Pink Floyd album um yeah. I, I hope that movie's good. Make so, Zack Snyder great again. It's, it's, it's like the first thing that Zack Snyder just gets to make on his own. It's his own creation. We'll see how crazy he gets. No, he had his own. Remember the the movie about the the girl? What was what was the, his shitty sucker punch? <laughs> it, oh yeah, I wanted movie. I wanted that movie to be good. He also did the Guardians of Gahul. Guardians of <laughs> what? No, I remember that. Gahul. I re- Gahul. What a weird effing movie. <laughs> CG. It's like a CG cartoon movie about like guardian or owls, owls who are also. I thought, I, thought, I thought his Sucker Punch movie was like a cult cult favorite. No, no I don't know about that. Sucker Punch. Yeah, I think everyone, yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone likes Sucker Punch even less now. Oh, I think I'm thinking of we'll Kick Ass. Oh, Kick Ass people like. 
Yeah. So like, yeah, Kick-Ass is great. Well, there's That's Andrew White winner in the chat saying Sucker Punch had its moments. <laughs> no, it, didn't. it did have its moments, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, had de- exactly. it had decent action set pieces. I like the style of it. Um, it was it was it was all style really. Its story was dumb. <laughs> like, it's a really stupid story. He really likes it because Mindy Kaling wasn't in it. Mindy Kaling was in Sucker Punch. You would have you would have turned around and walked out of that theater. Um, yeah, we'll see about that. There's a couple cool looking Netflix things coming up. I hope Netflix has a good year. They probably won't. Uh, that '90s show is coming. Yeah, you'll be yeah, covering tomorrow. That actually, interview jokes for that tonight. Ooh. Hanging tonight. out. Down the street. Uh, that's is that. Can you confirm if that theme song's back? Uh, that theme song is back. He did it. Crushed it. Uh, it's a it's a '90s version of it. Hmm. I'm trying to so, think if there was like '70s know. references. So imagine. <laughs> I mean, I think so. The, like the way that song goes mm-hmm. is kind of in the vein of like '70s rock. So yeah, yeah. the only way '90s rock version. Yeah. The only way that show will impress me is like if it has that little like car mat that everybody had as a kid. In the nineties, that little mat. car mat. Yeah, the the rug that has like on the road. Mat? No, the, the the rug that has like the roads on it and everything. That better be in their basement. Oh, oh like, you mean like a little play mat? Yeah, that's for babies, Nick. These are teenagers. <laughs> Stupid teenagers. <laughs> that was incredibly specific. Also, was that even inherently nineties? Yeah, there's like a. No, I I think that is kind of a 90s, a 90s thing. thing. I do remember Steve that Scrub from childhood. I, mean. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean now, but I thought you meant like a car mat. Fine. Then, then the uh, the Star Wars like memory toy needs to be in there. <laughs> it had all the but- had all the little rubber buttons on it. You'd play the sounds. You have to match them. And Nick, you're just talking about toys you had as a You're talking about just child. literal. I think you're talking about literal baby toys, which like. Fuck my childhood. I was a baby in the 90s. That's yeah, fine, this show's not for you. Just, I can't empathize your this baby not toy. for you. <laughs> then I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want my in the 90s nostalgia. They have kids. Oh, no, they're kids. Those are the kids. I don't yeah, know those are the teenagers. That's the whole point. That trailer made no sense for that show. I hate it already. It made no sense. Are you spotting no sense. I, I, I was able to follow it quite easily. It seems <laughs> like, like their kids just moved in. I don't know. Mm. What, did you never hang out I with know. your grandparents? Watch it. Check I, it out. I only had one grandparent. <laughs> well, did, did enough, that, that grandparent did enough sex to make your mom angry? <laughs> no. <laughs> no I, most of my grandparents were dead before I was alive. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I never got to meet either of my grandpas. Uh, Obi wanted to hoe me. Uh, with a two, with a two dollar donation, just in all caps, says stop what you're doing and go watch Puss in Boots. See, yes, great <laughs> yeah. advice. Yeah, um, and the Andrew Wright winner is absolutely right. Barry's farts did cause me to hallucinate and remember my childhood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I was dying. I, I saw, experience. yeah, I saw my whole life flash before my eyes, and the last thing I saw was that little play mat, and it made me happy for a few seconds before I died. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Um, yeah, Damien Glenn. I, Malcolm in the Middle, speaking of, the kid that plays Malcolm is going into the NASCAR. Freddie Muniz? Frankie Frank Muniz is Muniz? going yeah. into NASCAR. Yeah, he's going to be a professional NASCAR driver. Didn't he get in such a bad car wreck that he like got brain damage? Well, he's back in a car. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember the brain, the, the memory thing that he was going yeah. through. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I didn't know he drove or that that was from a car accident. Yeah. Oh, well, sounds like interesting. You drive if you got those memory problems. You gotta know where you're going. Uh, At least he'll know how to drive. That's the important part. That's you don't, you don't forget that. Also, it's just a matter of time before they get all those people back together for some reunion special or something. Oh, no. Episode or I something. Nice. I think I can. I think Brian like, Cranston would do that. Didn't like the kid that played Dewey get like arrested or something? Yeah, get another Dewey. Dewey too. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll lose a shit if it's a new Dewey. <laughs> You know how many times the Cosby kids changed change that little girl? Uh, Bearbomb um, Super Chat at $2 says, Nick, did you get into the Wayfinders beta? Invites went out. Uh, Wayfinders is a new game from Airship Syndicate who made uh, Battle Chasers Nightwear, Dark uh, Siders Genesis, and uh, that League of Legends game that I played. And I'm forgetting the name Arcane. of it right now. Uh, no. Heroes of Ruin. No. Didn't uh, have the word ruins in it? No. Uh, Ruin King, yes. Uh, but no, I it seems didn't. like it had the word ruin it. <laughs> I, uh, no, I have not gotten into that yet. They haven't even invited me to it. I'm, I feel I feel slighted by this. Did you ask again? No, like, I did not ask. You cannot just assume the things are going to happen. I'm important yeah. enough that people just should ask. <laughs> None of us are important <laughs> enough that people should ask. Just, just ask them. <laughs> no, but also, I, I, oh my God, Stephen Brown said, "Did Dewey get a DUI?" Which is just a Dewey if you say it out loud, which is. <laughs> <really> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Can we, can we super chat Stephen Brown for that? <laughs> Incredible. I, uh, I just tried to look it up. I don't think he got arrested. One, so I thought, I let's thought, not spread that. I thought, I thought one of them did. <laughs> I'm not going to look uh, it up. I don't care. I'll, I'll put falsities out in the world. Uh, <laughs> is the So is this beta already out? Can you not get into Wayfinders? What's uh, uh, it's an invite only thing. It's like an invite alpha test. So I, I, I put my email in there. We'll see if they recognize me. I did. I did only do like three documentaries on them. No big deal. Uh, Matthew Atkins donated two dollars. Says fun twist: the '90s show is in the 1890s. But then it'll get canceled like 1899. <laughs> no one wants that. Hey, but 1890. It's impossible to remember. Fuck. There's too many things that are just a, a year. <laughs> yeah, too many just year names. Too many 1883. 1883 didn't get canceled. <laughs> Nothing could be. You need to just change every single show into the the title is the the year that it takes place. Oh my god! What was your guys' favorite movie last year? Twenty twenty two. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, twenty twelve. That's a tricky one. Kingdom forty two. Uh, Super chats for two dollars. So two dollars for Stephen Brown's Dewey Dewey joke. Really good. It was uh-huh. Really, it was, that was it great. Was really, I loved it. It was really really good. Um. As we wrap things up here, uh, yes, to let you guys know, we mentioned it earlier, but uh, there is going to be no Get Jesse to the Greek. Uh, Jesse is getting over COVID. He will feel better soon. He sounds like he'll be back to streaming either game night or by uh, Hidden Gems, which would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Big Day tomorrow. We got, we got triple streams. All of us are going to be here for several streams. Um, we Well, you'll be here for one. We'll be here for several. I don't know how many severals are. I'm the only one doing several. Uh, Nick and I starting off in the morning playing more of the back half of Jedi Academy. Very exciting. We are uh, uh, we are getting close to the final act of our Star Wars journey um, with uh, Republic Commando. Republic Commando, which is very exciting. Mm. Uh, and then uh, after that at 3.30 Central, uh, Jack, Yahtzee, Nick, and I will be back on our Sea of Thieves, sailing the, the high seas and getting into all sorts of nautical nonsense. So tune in for that. And then at 6 p.m. Central, as always, uh, Casey and I will be back for more Revengeance. About halfway through the game now. Uh, yeah, it's it's that's a that's an absolute blast. We're at the finish line of, of is, Metal Gear. This feels like a victory lap. 
mm-hmm. for our Metal Gear journey, which has been very nice. And yeah, we'll be starting Half-Life uh, thanks to incredible do- donations uh, probably two weeks from tomorrow. Yes. Which is very exciting. Yeah. And I will uh, be back with Amy on Friday. To, we okay. should wrap up Halo Infinite on Friday. Uh, so that'll end our road to Infinite. And then I guess... Which Sounds is like finite. 343 also ended yeah, the run. Yeah. <laughs> Did we sync that studio by streaming the game again? Like, Shouldn't have finished it. Shit. You gotta keep going. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Friday afternoon. Do we have a sponsored stream this Friday? No. No, it's next Friday. No. Okay, I don't know when it is. <laughs> Do we have one next Friday? Not the one know. I set up today. I don't know. Uh, and then Saturday we have Wishlist, uh, which might be... Sponsored. That one is? Not Christ, Nick. Yes. Sponsored. So I have so Wish much time. You had like five meetings in the last two days. Let me alone. I don't can't keep track of everything. Um yeah, and then uh, yeah, well all the normal shoes. It's fine. What are we gonna do on Saturday night? Yes, yeah, that's a don't great ask, question. Don't ask me. Oh, I think well, we were gonna do Siege, because that's what everybody wanted us to do last week. What? Oh, we did say that. Yep. No, yeah, we no, we we ended up playing Siege after the board game stuff uh last week. <laughs> So he's like, you know what? We should we have a place to use while let's play some more scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's fine. Load it up, Marty. It's on Game Pass. You have no, no excuse. No, if I show up, I'm not hooking up my console. I'm <laughs> 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 being perfectly honest. There's too many much leaning in that game. What are you Whoa. what are you gonna make me control a game about leaning on a Saturday night? What am I, Fat Joe? Great, great. <laughs> you hear Barry's story. Fantastic. <laughs> if you hear squeaking, that's Barry again. <laughs> He's not far as going he's squeaking. Is he's Barry squeaking his toy. They've been inside all day because it's been Barry? raining. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Yeah. Um, Casey, you got anything uh, else you're working on? Obviously, you got some. You got a. You got a couple things coming pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, my full season review for that '90s show should be out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time I got screeners for a TV show, so that's kind of cool. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, give it. Give it some views. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll become a proper TV critic uh, this year. <laughs> Um, outside of that, uh, crap, I had a review come out last week, <laughs> yeah. but forget about that. Watch, uh, the latest episode of, um, the Sigma show, my weekly podcast, uh, Frost joined me, uh, as well as my good friend, uh, Blue Bones. We talked about a lot of like kind of serious industry stuff, including, uh, some of that, um, some of that separate the artist from the art type stuff that came back around with the Justin Roiland news. Uh, a lot of folks said it was a really good discussion. Um, nice. I'm biased. I always think our discussions are great. But if other people say <laughs> yes. it, maybe you should listen to them. <laughs> uh, you am biased. It was search- my podcast. All right. So, uh, you know, search for it on your podcast services. Uh, search for The Sigma Show, and it should pop up. Um, uh, and Deeps asks, were you were a fan of that 70s show? Were you a fan of that 70s show? That's important. Oh, yeah. I was a big That 70s Show fan. Yeah. Yes. We didn't just randomly throw this at Casey. We were like, who liked the show? And Casey said I did. And so that's why we get to it. Yeah. I- I weirdly kind of I'm pretty sure I watched every single episode of that show. Yeah, um, it felt like it was fan. on a lot. That was one of those. I, like, I watched it. Was. I've, re- I've rewatched like, that seventy show like three times. Yeah, yeah. So that ninety show better stack up. And having Where read else? the title of your review, can't spoil anything. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't don't spoil anything. I was I'm trying to but, think of 90, 90 read shows. it tomorrow. Yes, uh, and <laughs> remember also, that eighty show? That was a thing. Don't forget. Oh, no. The finale of Adventure is Nice season two is this Saturday oh, that's for members. Pretty big thing you got in the works, Casey. You forgot about that. I, I did. It's also because you did all you did all your work for. It happened so long ago. ago. <laughs> but oh my god, I promise, if you liked the last episode, which was like a tearjerker, this one is a barn burner. Ooh. Like it gets wild. Oh my god! Watch it. 
Incredible. Cool. It's so good. Really? It's so good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm very excited. The, the, uh, the thumbnail is incredible for it. Like, enjoy the art that El Cheshire did for this because it's awesome. What do you do? You, you got to share this thumbnail. What do you do? No. Important thumbnails. You guys will um, leak it. You're leakers. That'd be weird. Make you sign an NBA. <laughs> I won't do it. I refuse. <laughs> I, do it. I refuse to. I got my hearts in the leak. <laughs> I can't stop. I'm a leaky boy. Uh, what about you, Nick? What do you got going on? I already said what I got going. I'm streaming with Amy tomorrow. Oh, you Friday. Yeah, you, you, you already said everything I'm doing. You know what I'm doing more than I know what I'm doing. That's true. That's true. I'm your, I'm your personal assistant. Uh, and then, yeah, check out all those streams and check out all the incredible uh, original written content we got going on the site. New column from Darren. Uh, new column from Darren. Uh, out of focus. It's it's like in the frame, but for but for small movies. Um, uh, the, the the stuff that doesn't get the giant runways of, yeah, the, of the, the MCU, the, the and Oscar Star Wars stuff that, that nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> We want to talk. We I know, talk I know, I know, I know. I mean, like them, every other press outlet doesn't want to talk about them, but we talk about that stuff. Real press does, Nick. This actual they don't exist. <laughs> there we, are we so just, many sites that no, write about these things. No, no. Nick, <laughs> writing about the it's really easy to find articles about the menu. Darren's is incredible. Mm-hmm. Please read it. Darren did not create writing about the menu. He did. Uh, well done, Darren. I'm proud of you. Uh, I'll have my written impressions of Shia. <laughs> The upcoming colorful open world island adventure game. Uh, I'll have those written impressions uh, tomorrow on the site, and a couple a couple op eds I'm working on. Something about uh, Star Wars Demolition, the hit game everyone loves. Star Wars Demolition, remember that? It was I don't like know Star what Wars, that is. Twisted nope. Metal. It was like Twisted Metal, but it was Star Wars. Uh, what? And Sony just added it to PlayStation Plus. It was a PS One game. Sony <laughs> just added it to PlayStation Plus, and I don't know why. And so I'm writing about how <laughs> a this game was like pretty bad, but really memorable. And B, why did you add this game? And C, please add more games like that. Add more games where I'm like confused that that <laughs> why, why does this exist? <laughs> yeah, like why did you put this on this service? Um, so yeah, just do that a bunch more. Um, cool. Well, for Nick and Casey, this was Marty. This was Breakout episode number seventy-two. Uh, thank you all so much uh, for watching, as always, and for donating and for being members and patrons and all that. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow during our streams. We also exist. We also created coverage of games that nobody else remembers, but we do. We are the only outlet that does that. You're welcome. Goodbye. I don't think that's true. It is. Everything we say true. is true. I think we've ever done anything. Original. Don't don't check. <laughs> like that. I'm the tallest also person. Also, the I, uh, only place that's ever done. You know, a couple pals playing D D together on camera. What could happen? Yeah. Just, what, 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 what's role critical? I don't know what that is. I'm the I'm the tallest <laughs> yeah, person at the exist. escapist. That exists.